going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, Wolfson, and today's episode, we got a special guest in the building. But before we get to that person, big shout out to everybody. Happy New Year to everyone. Welcome to 2021. I know I haven't posted an episode at the first week of January. I was just off, had a little vacation with the family, and just need to unplug myself. Now I'm back at the game, and... Let's go on with the show. So today's episode, we got a special guest, the one and only Bits and Jay. She is well known in the promoting companies like Apex and Vertex. And she's also a part owner of the EON Network, which is a very well-known prestigious and promotion company here in South Florida that handles a lot of the EDM scene's highest music shows such as any of the festivals that comes over here or even on the club scenes like Treehouse and Club Saints and such, you know. I had to bring her over because I wanted to let the whole world what it is to become a, a female promoter in this misogynistic industry that we deal with every day and how what's her perspective in all this and how she deal with all the crap and mumbo jumbo nonsense that we have to deal with. And as well, how she come up to be a promoter from what it was to be just a natural raver to a promoter. And we also had a nice conversation of our little nerd talking in which we got into what was her favorite character when she was growing up. What's her favorite shows, her, her favorite movies and whatnot. And we just went on a rabbit hole about that stuff. And it was a very good conversation. And I intend to emphasize this a lot. Like, I recommend people watching this episode or even listen to this episode for the audio audiences. It's very revering. And there's a lot of good insights that might help out if you're in, in a similar position as she was. Now she's conquering the South Florida scene in the promotion game. One step at a time, as well as a cosplayer. The mic microphone just went down. It did. Stay there. There you go. Anyways, yeah, as I was saying, one of the things that it was that we wanted to know what she is, what she does inside the business, what she does outside of the business, and as well, what it's like to be a cosplayer. It's not very easy, but she does enjoy it and she loves doing it. So be sure to like and subscribe to your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and of course, the YouTube channel at LoneWolfPod.com. That's LoneWolfPod.com where you can check all my latest episodes. You can also follow me at any of my social medias and my Twitch channel at Wolves and Music for where you can see all my latest episodes, my recent updates, any small little clips and whatnot. If you guys got any topics that you want me to cover, be sure to like and subscribe. Hit the bell for notification and comment down below on every episode or hit me up, DM me. Just tell me, hey, can you talk about this? Can we bring this topic into the podcast? Absolutely. I'll be more than happy to listen to your voice. This podcast is designed for you guys. So I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear what you guys want me to bring to the show. Now, without further ado, let's get started. This is the Lone Wolf Podcast. Jeez, I don't know where Jesse is, okay, but hopefully, so guess- hopefully she'll come around. If she doesn't, that's fine. It'll be just a you and me interview. That's fine by me. You know, <laughs> I got no problems with that. You know, I'm so, ready. So, well, I'll tell you what this fits. Um, we've been ready. We've been ready. We've been ready. We've been talking for just a little intro right there just to get the ball rolling. But right now, we're just going to go a little bit of the nitty gritty stuff. So we're just going to go. Well, first things first. Welcome to the show. The Lone Wolf Podcast. Absolutely. It's about time you had the female perspective. Yes. (laughs) And you know what? I'm happy that it's you. Of all the females that I know that works in the industry, I'm happy that you are the first one in my show, you know, and it's. Something that I always wanted to bring into the show eventually, you know, I never knew how sooner or later was going to happen, but I did have it on my notes and on my cliff notes and on my list of episodes that I got scheduled for the year and next year. Ah, nice. So you know how well prepared I am, you know, yeah, that that's yeah, how buddy. serious I am with the, with this podcast. You know? And I love it. I actually love watching all of your podcasts. 
Uh, thank you very I much. I appreciate that. You know, uh, all the support I can get, you know, it always. means a lot. You know, I've always been your number one fan. You, that is true. That is true. Even on, my, on our DJ days, you were always my number one fan. That's absolutely true. There's nobody, even even in the group chats and anything else, there's nothing. You always been there and you always had supported me no matter what. And I always appreciate that. I, ne I don't know if I always tell you this. But I, I really do. Even back then and today, I still do, you know? No, I mean, we are we're, we started off as a little family. We'll go back, yeah. what, since 2014? Jeez. So it was you. Wow, that far along. Yeah. So it was you, on um, Andres. Yes. It was Oddigy. It yeah. was Big and Slim. Yes. And that was it. You guys are like my little brothers. And I was like the mama bear, you know, of committee, always looking out for you guys. And like every time Andres played Clutch, which I love him. We, I always go out there showing, you know, his hat and, and his logo. Same thing with Oddigy, you, you know, so you guys are like my little bros. I'm, oh my, and throw in there Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is my little brother too. So I Oh yeah, him. Nightcrawler. Shout out to all those guys, man. Yeah. That, and yeah, it's, wow, it's been that far from mm -hmm. it. We were the original promo ninjas. <laughs> that name will never go away. That is that I think we, I, I think that's something that you need to get tatted for everybody who was no, part of sure. that. Oh my god! And that was uh, that was something that I was telling Phil on the, the previous episodes that the first time that I met you guys mm -hmm. was that day on the block party, on the yes. Diplo Bark party, and I was just a newcomer. I didn't know who right. I who was was with. I'm just trying to do some hours because I'm new to Miami. I don't know anybody. I don't know who to or where to sell tickets. Right. I was trying to get up, get my name up. And then when I met you guys and the rest of the game, it became the whole promo ninja squad, yes. you know? <laughs> and that was very funny. And I was the only girl. I was the only girl with you guys. And Were I you? Yeah, I was the only girl that actually walked the streets with you guys, throwing flyers promoting i was the first original girl i was the first one. Oh wow oh wow i don't remember that part there was girls there were girlfriends that would like hang out but like originally like oh. promoting it was me i was the first girl absolutely then in that case you know oh yeah because later on people just decided to come along with us you know come join the little group of that course. we have ourselves and then we form ourselves a little a little family between us, but yeah, you were the only girl. Now that because I don't remember anyone else that day that was street promoting with yeah. us. It the whole, us. the whole, it was like a couple of hours. It wasn't yeah. just like, oh yeah, do two hours and that's it. Like no, no we, we walked, we yeah. walked all of Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yes, <laughs> all of. Freaking Fort Lauderdale. All of Fort Lauderdale. That and that town, that downtown Fort Lauderdale was pretty huge. For, and yep. it was my first time ever going there. And then obviously the block party was just huge. Streets mm -hmm. were closed. And then we're in all the midst of these street fly-ins, going to the parking lots. God, that was a lot of not in remembering. That was a lot of flyers that we I think it we burned down like thousands mm -hmm. of flyers. As soon as Manny came around with the with the boxes. With the like second box. Because we told him we had run out of the first one. So we met up with him like at a corner. Like I think it was like a Burger King or something. And he popped <laughs> up out of nowhere <laughs> with another box. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> we just did three hours. Yo, Manny was wild. That's true. I love Manny. Oh, he man. took he took the first picture of me dressed as a unicorn in EDC Orlando, and he dubbed me the unicorn queen ever since that date. That is like my favorite picture, and I'll send it to you if you want. No, absolutely. Uh, I'm all I'm on in my unicorn gear, and like some guy had like an inflatable um, unicorn unicorn costume. So you see me in the picture just giving a kiss to the actual unicorn, and he dubbed me the unicorn queen. Since and that, that and that. Was that picture? Was it? Was that the picture that was posted on the on the Insomnia pages yes. on EDC? Yes, Pasquale. Pasquale posted that picture. Bro, bro, you're famous. I know. <laughs> I'm a I'm, I mean, I'm a little local celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're. Hey, 
I've seen uh, on those festivals when they people showed up and they're all dressed like in their own cosplay raver mm -hmm. styles class, and then people are are nowhere. It's like, oh my god, you're so and so. Oh I my god, you're sappy. I'm. I you're you're my lot. favorite. All that. The scary part that it's when it hit me how open my life is and how people. I mean, not to sound like oh my god, I'm Dixon Jane. Everybody knows me. Not like that at all. But you don't realize how much people know of your life that you don't know. Right. Um, I remember in 2015 at EDC Orlando, I was Oof. watching Carnage and the Asian train just happened to come in front of me and a guy that was jumping landed right on my foot. So I broke my ankle. I remember. It was so bad. It was so bad. And Phil, he's like, walk it off. We have VIP. Walk it off. And like, I, I really, I couldn't. So I ended up in the, in the ENT tent and they had to put ice on my foot. It was so bad. But even still, after that, we went to the after party at Gilt. That yeah. did not stop me at all. But so whatever, you know, it was a little short story on Instagram. You know, my little circle knew about it. So then at another event, some girl comes up and she's like, oh, my God, you're Vixen J. I'm like, yeah, hi, what's up? She goes, how's your foot? I'm like, what? How do you yeah. know about my foot? Like, what do you mean? She's what, like, yeah, what's the meaning of this? He's like, yeah, I heard that some guy broke your foot in EDC or other. But but the story that she heard. Right. What's not even what happened. She heard, the, she heard that a guy got in a fight with Phil. And then in the middle of the shuffle, my foot got broken. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Yo, that's a dangerous thing. How misinformation comes out. <laughs> No, that's not what happened. And then there was another incident. Um, I was, you know, working at a club that I work at. Yeah. I'm standing outside waiting for one of my VIP clients with the bouncer. And a girl walks in and she's like, oh, I'm fixing Jay. I'm one of your promoters. And I'm here looking at her. And the bouncer's looking at her and he's like, really? You're fixing Jay? She's like, yeah, I'm fucking fixing Jay. She's like, that's funny as fuck because she's fixing Jay. Go make the fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Did I forget about that part? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you mentioned it, but it, yo, that's wild. That was crazy. And so this is why I post more selfies of me on Instagram. Uh, so people know that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The pro, the oh my god, the, I you should have played it. You should, you guys should have played it a little bit longer. It's like, yeah, right? you're missing Jesus. Yeah, yeah, you're Vixen. Holy shit, let's take a selfie, bitch. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, so, where are you, where are you from? Arkansas, Dude. really? Oh shit, damn girl. <laughs> wow, Arkansas. I thought she's from South Florida. Who would have thought Arkansas? Wow, he felt so stupid. <laughs> You know how many times I've seen people doing that in the clubs that like oh, they're sure. misleading their all the time. That's insane. Even when I was working at the Clevelander, as I'm an audio tech, so I'm nothing to do with the security guards or the entrance or getting in and out of the entrance. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. That's a cute story. One, it was one of those weekday nights that I had to work at the night shift and. Okay. I was talking with, with one of the security guards and he and I were homies. He's from Puerto Rico as well. So we had a lot of things in common, but he ne he's never lived in Puerto Rico. Okay. So I've been in Puerto Rico my whole life. And then this group of family, a fam I'm telling you, a family come in, you know, showing their IDs. It's like, all right, cool. Because we know it's a family because the mama and the papa were there and the kids were there. Okay. You know how I know that the kids had a fake ID? And you know how I know they're not Puerto Ricans? <laughs> and I swear to God, this is not discriminatory. I'm not saying it because of the looks, but it. I know my people. I know of how course. they look. They look very Central American. Okay, so not Puerto Rico. Not Puerto Rico. Got it. That's how. That's as far <laughs> I can tell you. They, they look, I was like, okay, wow, okay. All the parents have different IDs. And then the no, kids no had names, two nothing. other kids had IDs from Puerto Rico. So it's like, yeah. all right, I don't know. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then my guys, uh, my security guy said, he's like, like looking at the ID. <laughs> and he looked at me and it's like, yo, 
is this legit? Is this this is a Puerto Rican ID? So I look at it. I'm like, wait a minute. That's that's a Puerto Rican ID, and that's fake. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell because I had it before. I know how it looks, and I asked them, "Yo, so you from Puerto Rico, huh?" I told them in Spanish. Obviously, I go, "Oye, yeah, tú eres de, de, de qué parte de la isla tú eres?" Yeah. They were like, no, no, huh? They, they were like, ah, de la isla, de la isla. It's like, uh-huh. okay, yeah, yeah, from the island. Where, which, which part? Which one? <laughs> and they say, I know that specific part of the island. And I know those people. Oh, no. <laughs> so what? as soon as I know that he's not from that island, because immediately they would have told me it's for, instead of telling me the name, most of the islanders would tell me, oh, I'm from the south side of the island or right. from the east side of the island, north side. Right. Oh, I'm from the one of the islands outside of the island. They usually don't tell me. Right. As soon as he told me the island, that the part of the island was he from, it's like, oh, so you know so-and-so. It's like, yeah, 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 I know, I know that guy. I know that guy. Hey, primo, yeah. Yeah, it's a primo, it's a primo. <laughs> yo. I told him, like, yo, these are fake IDs. They're fake. They're fake Get IDs. Out. Don't let them. Out. So they took those two IDs and tell us, like, all right, guys, have a good night. Great. They almost had a fight with I'm us. Sure. They like sure. the whole family almost were ready to go down with us. And I'm like, yo, yo, yo. Let me tell you straight up. I'm from the island. You yeah, guys ain't from the island. Not. Your accent is not from the island. That's how I know you ain't Puerto Ricans. So get the get fuck out. out. <laughs> get the fuck out. And they yeah. were ready. It's like, no, we'll give us our IDs back. It's like, no. they're fake. We are allowed to keep them. Yeah. In fact, do you want them back? There's two cops right there in front of us. Tell them to give it back to you mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. That's oh, when they start. That. That's when they start dropping f bombs in Spanish, and then they walk away. And they're like, ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, all right, bet, bet. I yeah. see this shit all the time in the Cleveland. They're including space, heart yeah. nightclub. Uh, what was yeah. the other theme? Steam. Damn. Steam. You know, I'm Steam. I've only been there two times. I live there. <laughs> no, I, no, I know. <laughs> I know. I know that that one night, uh, Giancarlo's. Try to kick me out. No shit. John Carlos? He's yeah, the be- nicest guy ever. <laughs> because he didn't know who I, who was oh, who I was. And it was yeah. my first night. And I told him it's like, oh hey, I'm, I work under Lucho. This is my I have my GoPro because I'm doing this for Lucho. I work, right. I'm with uh with Phil and Bitson. Mm-hmm. And this guy's mm-hmm. like, get get this guy out of out of my sight. Mm. Since then, I was like, God damn, bro. I bet. Bet. As soon as soon as he kicked me out, Lucho came inside. He's like, "What are you doing outside?" It's like, "Oh, this Giancarlo dude kicked me. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I did. I just say like, yo, I'm with these people. Right. I'm with you.'" And Lucho's like, "Get in, get in, get in. <laughs> Where, where's you want to get the VIP here? Yeah, here. Yeah. He can't say shit to you anymore. It's nope. like, God damn, all right, man, man, that's what's up." <laughs> Yo, so those theme days, I only done it twice, and that's it. That's pretty much it. Everything else was just Heart Nightclub when it well, started. Well, Heart, it was Bakoy. What was it? Bakoy, B-E-K-O-I. Bakoy. Yeah. So before before Heart, that was the name. Same owner, I'm, I'm assuming. They just changed the name. And then, okay, so we started off at Steam. Right. And then from Steam, we went to Bakoy. Then it became Heart. Then from Heart, we went to factory and then everything just got shut down and now we're back at treehouse but not under humans like we're working specifically with apex and treehouse a praise for sense and vertates right yeah and um damn those days those days in in that area itself what was that what was the one that's too hard i know that was they they make that one but it was it was space heart and then it was the old space for nocturnal but it was always empty. Oh no! Wait, the hangar. The hangar. That's the one. That was yep. that was the one that we we're always in competition always with. There, always, always oh. in competition. And I, I remember they tell me it's like, oh, fuck the hangar. Let make sure everybody goes to space or a hard night because like, yeah, okay, so. Well, it's a different. Fuck crowd. you guys. It, it's. I mean, I had a couple of clients that that liked that music because it was the dirty trap, the dirty. And yeah, that's what they that was the main focus in the hangar. It was very like mosh pity, very grungy. Not, not, not me. <laughs> so, 
I mean, I survived the mosh pit once and never again. <laughs> Where were you in the mosh pit? Okay, so short story. Yeah. We were at the hangar, actually. Hmm. And it was Bear Grylls. Uh, and love Bear Grylls. Awesome guy. So since I was there with Howard and, and Andre, Andres and all these people, I was able to go backstage and hang out and take videos and whatnot of him. But then I went back to VIP and I tell Phil, man, I want to do my first mosh pit. I think it's going to be safe because it's not a big area, right? Mm. And Phil just looks at me. He's like, you want to do a mosh pit? I'm like, yeah, I want to do a mosh pit. He's like, all right. So as soon as Bear Girl says, let's open up the mosh pit. What does Phil do? <laughs> <laughs> no, he so did I'm like, not. I'm like, what, what the fuck is happening? And I see guys <laughs> going like this and girls going like this. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? And then guys punching girls, girls punching girls. I mean, like, what the fuck? So I turn around and I go to Phil, let me in, let me in. He's like, no, you, you, you wanted want a mosh pit. Like, let me back in, let me. So he finally opened the, the rope to VIP and he yeah. pulled me back up. It was bad. <laughs> Your first experience in a mosh pit. You Never wanted again. a mosh pit? Well, you got I, the I, real one. No, and during that whole mass chaos of people just running and pushing each other, some guy. Hey. Mind you, I'm 5'4, all right? This big ass fucking burly man grabs me by my waist and he goes, You want to fly? I'm like, oh. Nah, don't let me go. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, this is your shot. I mean, this no. is what you wanted. The- no. No, no. But you asked for it. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I just didn't think he was going to come fly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other crazy stories like that besides the mosh pit, the train and the injury and, and the flying? I have so many fucking stories. It's, I mean, Mahina Day, I've been doing this since 2014. So you see a lot, you hear a lot, you experience a lot and you have shit. You remember that one time? Like, yeah, bitch, I was there. <laughs> So you're basically like the what? What's it called? The the matriarch <laughs> promoting. <laughs> well, you're the, oh, wait, I will call you the matriarch, but I was gonna say you're like the crash test dummy for I all the am. all the new things that you want to try. I am, and the thing is that I'm a Libra, so we tend to be clumsy by nature. <laughs> I'm clumsy by nature, and I'm a Scorpio. Uh yeah, my daughter's a Scorpio. She's clumsy too. Yeah, yeah. I, there you go. There you go. I feel you. Scorpion. So so what actually yes. promote prompted you to become a promoter to begin with? Like how did it all started for you to be like, I want to be part of this? So I which I still am. I'm friends with Andre Sky. Well, that's not his name anymore. Now he has another DJ name. Alias. Okay. Um, so he was like, you know, you, you party in the scene a lot, you're super cute. You know, why don't you just make money, you know, while you're partying. So he kind of sort of like swayed me into committee. Mm. He was the one that got me into committee. And then I started working, you know, then I started dating Phil and then I'm like, yo, you know, you're a DJ, you like EDM. This is your, why don't you just come and check this out? So I guess it's kind of like the Herbalife pyramid scheme. <laughs> Andre Good <Stein> Lord. <laughs> <laughs> <Phil>? <laughs> It's like, yeah, come over here. And if you do come here, then you're going to have this much. And then after you have this much, then they're going to have this much. And then you get this much. And then after four drink tickets, you get a VIP band. And after a VIP band, you get to fucking play, nigga. Bro, I remember those. That's how it started. Jeez, so it it all started because you were just having fun and all of a sudden they persuade you to become a promoter. And now this is something that you do for, for a living. I mean, yeah. And I'm I'm happy to say and proud to say that um, EON has been nominated top promoters year after year after year. Um, our numbers speak for themselves. Not talking shit out of my ass. We right. Kill it. Every event we kill, we we do our best. Kudos. Um, our clients, our clients know for years after year after year that every party that we promote is worth going to. Um, if it's something that we don't think it's safe or something shady, we don't partake in it. Right. So our clients know for a fact that if EON put their stamp on it, you're going to have a fucking great time. 
And that's years of reputation. How long you and Phil were partners in, in this whole promoter industry? Since the beginning. Since the beginning. I helped him rebuild the brand Elements of Night. Right. Wise. So, and, and you guys only started out with just like the underground music, like the mm -hmm. tech house, the trance right. and the technos like that. Right. And what, what progressed you guys to go and tackle other genres and other shows or festivals? Our clients. Um, oh. So our client base was pretty much growing. Mm. Um, so they're like, we don't like trance. We don't like tech house. What, what do you have for me? I like, you know, drum and bass. I like side trance. So we're like, well, okay, well then I think it's time for us to expand our venture, our venues. Yeah. So we started like talking to other um, event coordinators that were providing what our clients needed. So now it, we went from tech house trance to tech trance, pretty much everything. <laughs> now you we, basically cover everything yeah we even cover scarlets and tootsies throw that in the mix <laughs> boy do i have a story that you are very oh, well known stories at scarlets too <laughs> the best story i ever had from scarlet and it's the first and only because I oh only my god when the, when the stripper stole all your money yeah because i didn't yes. know what was happening i was she invited me back and she was just doing her thing in the strip pool and and i didn't and she she i know she's not from from the states because she had an acid and <laughs> instead of saying like do you want to continue she was saying do you like it i was like yeah i like this yeah, i like it yeah yeah, yeah i like and we've been doing this for a long time then all of a sudden and, it's yeah. like okay time time for me to head out it was like oh okay so yeah, how so much she, so she pretty much owned you for the night yeah pretty much and it's like all right so i got a couple of us how much is like i'll give you 35 or i got 60 right here i'll give you the 60 it's like oh it's 235 i'm like yeah well here's a trick though tip um they play edm there <laughs> you're a dj yeah how long are the edm songs like three minutes or so three to five yeah she's charging you per dance so <laughs> oh that bitch they <laughs> yeah <laughs> that bitch yeah isn't there like a code in what she had to say do you want to continue or no, like do you want to stop she kept asking you do you like it Yes. That's not, that's not the same thing as do you want to continue with it? Oh, two different words. Friend. Like, do you like something? I like apples and oranges. Yes. Do you want to continue eating apples and oranges? No, I don't want to continue eating apples and oranges. See, that's why I like sitting in the skybox. <laughs> they don't bother you when they do. I need to stop calling it. I call it the whole train. Personally called, called Showtime. They do it every hour on the hour. That's how long I know I've been there. I count the whole trains. I'm like, wait. And I go to Phil, we've been here five hours. We need to how go many, home. How many trains are there? <laughs> Throughout the whole night. They do it every hour on the hour. And the reason why they do this is because if you're sitting in the skybox or also people sitting on the floor, they bring the girls out. They parade them around. And yes. then you, tell, you tell your server which girl you liked. And then they bring her to you. She dances, she hangs out with you. She does a dance for you in the front or in the back room. And then once you're done, that's it. She's gone. She can't bother you anymore unless you request for her to stay with her with you the rest of the night. <clears throat> Shit, I didn't even get my pee pee touch. Dude, you need to go back with me. I'm, I'll make it happen. No, I'm I'm with my girl now. Oh, she can go. Scarlett's is girl friendly. She 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 is. All right. So you know that I'm I'm the DJ. I'm the guy that socializes and I'm the guy who's like out there for the party. She's like right. the opposite of me. But somehow Aww. she and I, we're connected. You guys are adorable together. Thank you. It. Have you seen pictures of us? In of Facebook? course, I've seen pictures of you guys. Thank I you. Thank it. you. She she's actually what I needed. Like I needed somebody to. Pull the brakes on me before I continue on and doing all the crazy shit, you know, but she's very supportive. I love her very much, you know. Good. Shout out to you, babe, if you're listening. To oh, que lindo. Yeah, she once in a while listens to my podcast. Only the times when I tell her is like, oh, yeah, I mentioned you. Oh, what do you say? Oh, what did you say? What do you say? <laughs> well, go listen to the podcast. She's like, hi. <laughs> I want you to tell me what you said. Oh, que linda. <laughs> She's like, okay, I told you about this, this, and that. And then she's like, I love Ay, you. How cute is that? Yeah. 
never in my life wherever I thought that I'll be this cute and cuddly type, you know? Oh, it's amazing what a good girl could do to a guy. Absolutely. And I'm super grateful every day to have her in my life, you know, uh, very supportive. She's very fun, intelligent, you know, funny, silly. It was like, it's everything that a man could ever ask for, you know. Ay, qué lindo. I'm My just, heart, I'm jelly right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm very happy. And she and she's not into the whole EDM thing. Right. But I mean, I get it. Like, I'm not gonna expect anybody to like what I do for a living. I mean, she I I did give her some songs that I know that she may like, and now right. I'm like, okay, little by little, I'm of course. I mean, once she experiences her first festival and once you experience it like in the real, she'll fall in love with it for sure. Yeah. For I sure. mean, it's kind of hard because she doesn't really like the future bass style and that's like the most melodic and happy style. Maybe she likes the trance and then slowly but surely move her into the side trance. I'm, I'm putting her like a lot of... um. I'm Randomly, randomly, when she's around, I'll put her some songs and... This is like, oh my god, this song is amazing. And I, and the, but Who's obviously, that? I've heard of it. Obviously. I've heard of it. So <laughs> I just make it, I just look to dummy and says like, oh my god, this song. And I just put her a DJ Snake song. You went with Snake? Well, he That's actually like has some five. happy. He has some <laughs> happy music, like the, a different way. Okay. So obviously, I show her the the, the music video. Which I would is, start her with Cosmic Gate. I love Cosmic Gig. Cosmic Gig is a little months. bit too, I don't know, a little bit too hard for her to start. Um, really? But it's very, okay. it's very Are random it? how I actually get her to some of this stuff because I got her into Avicii. Ooh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. And that's then good, I got her into step. Kaigo. I love his, Kaigo. With his tropical stuff, you know? I so Avicii like more that tropical vibe and very soft so she, and melodic. So she likes the chill vibe. So she's basically the girl that will go to the pool parties during Miami Music Week. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean, she Whoa. loves country music. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I know. I hate it. I hate it to, to my core. But wow. she <laughs> likes it. I support her because of when I put my music and she's like, oh, it is <laughs> yeah, if, it makes, so if it makes you happy, baby. I, I love her. Just I like, her. oh my God, I put in her, uh, put her some excision shit. You went with excision? <laughs> oh my God, pobrecita. No. She, 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 she looked at me like. That's too hard. I would have gone with Gasly. Gasly's like two levels down from excision. Ooh, good point. I should have started with. Well, it, it's just, it, I was just listening. It was just randomly. And I, and I showed her, like, baby, this is how I do it in the festivals. Every time I DJ, this is like, oh. Did she see your, did like, you see your video when you opened up for Yellow Club? Oh, I've, I've shown her all the videos. Yeah? I showed her. Um, let me tell you, we met on a dating website, uh, Match.com. Look at that. <laughs> and, and when we started going out, like by the time it's our third or fourth date our fourth date or something uh so she's so we added each other on facebook okay and and our fourth day i, I believe that's where we we went to ale house i believe we started eating there because he's vegan so okay. she can only eat vegan stuff and okay that's why she was like i have to tell you something and i was like yeah sure what's up she's like i saw your facebook profile and you have like a thousand people yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I'm yeah. big shit, honey. Very much. It's like, and she got spooked about it because she really? thought. Oh, because she's like a private. See, that's the thing. I, now that I'm single, I've, I've dated, I've gone out on dates, but guys that are not in my world mm. or they're not into the scene, they don't get it. They don't understand right. who Vixen is. They don't understand. That if I have huge clients in my VIP, I need to go out and host them. Or they don't understand if one of my DJ friends are playing, I have to be there to support them. They don't understand it. Like they will get it like for the first couple of days, I guess. And then they'll be like, yo, I can't. And then when they will finally realize who Vixen J is, they will kind of just like walk away. Like they, mm. they did not want to be part of that open. Right. Not celebrity style because I'm not, but I am well known and they didn't feel comfortable with that. Mm. 
So the person that I'm seeing now, we've agreed to keep it private for now, which yeah. I appreciate it because I we're getting to know Jeanette and himself. Yes. It's exactly. not Vixen and his name. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I love the fact that we're getting to know each other as persons because as soon as it comes out, because I'm sure eventually it's going to come out if everything still keeps going the way that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, all eyes are going to be on us and it's going to be a lot of pressure. I'm yeah. thinking and learning from my past experience with Phil, our relationship was so open that everybody knew the, about the separation. Everybody like if they mm-hmm. will see his profile pictures on dating profiles, they'll be like sending it to me or it, it I don't want to go through that anymore. Like, I like the fact that I'm having this little moment of privacy with this person. Yeah. You know, and then when we have a strong foundation, I guess, then we're ready to tell the world, hey, guys, you know, we're together. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But dating, like, and I I hear you, like, dating someone that's not into the scene, it's it's not easy. No, it's not. It's It's not. She was spooked. She was spooked overall. and But what's amazing about her is that she was understanding. And I did okay. tell her from the get-go. It's like, hey, I'm a DJ. I actually do DJ. I do this for a living. I produce right. music. I release some labels. I work with artists. People know you. <laughs> yeah, people know me. She, But she never knew to what far extent. To what to extent. Her. Yeah, same with me. So They're like, what, oh, she's just a promoter. No, there's, no, there's she's just more, more than that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot more. Yeah. So she was kind of spooked. The idea is like, oh, my God, you got this fan base. You got a lot of followers. Yeah. You got a lot of friends. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Basically, it's over the years I've worked and this is how who I am. This is what mm-hmm. I do. And obviously it, it got to concern her because it's like, what are you thinking about our the future? And she told me, like, I'm planning to do this in my future. And this is like, what are you planning? I told her, I was like, you know what? I love the DJ life. I love the production life. But I don't see it as a long term thing, more of a short term. It was the here and there. And then Mm -hmm. I had a great time. I'm over not over it, but I'm just happy that I went through it. You moved on. You're on a second level of your life right now. Exactly. And I got a bigger goal and a bigger picture in my head that. I want to continue to pursue, for of instance, course. this. Of course. And who I knows? Got, maybe, maybe next year you'll be interviewing Diplo or, or you know, Armin. Who knows? Who knows? You know? Who knows? Um, maybe, my, maybe Vixen could get you backstage, and you could do you know on location interviews. Hey, I'll get whatever it, whatever cameras I got right here, or whatever phones, microphones. Well, you gotta I, promise me one thing: I could be your co-host. <laughs> absolutely it'll be, do- it'll be dope if you get me one of those interviews yeah, get yourself over here and help me out do this interview you got it <laughs> but yeah like one of my homies was telling me that on a couple of episodes it's like you know like not many people are very determined to do stuff like that and you never know what happens here in a year two five like you can actually say like I did this oh, for and sure. I'm doing absolutely. this Absolutely. So, like my years of stalking Steve Aoki, I've met him five times. Five times. And I never knew <laughs> to what extent you were a Steve Aoki fan until I saw you getting caked out of I got from- caked. I met him uh several occasions. Um he remembers me, he knows me. Like we we back and forth with Dimock. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, hopefully. I mean, hopefully I, I can get this much more moving and I can actually go on a larger scale and get interviews sure. with all Just of these. Manifest it to the universe and it'll come. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, and the story is like she she was just spooked and then she got to the understanding part. It's like, I understand, you know, like this is who you are. This right. is how you are. And she's happy with it, you know, and I'm happy that the fact that she accept me for who I am. That's the most important part. Yeah. N- not trying to change me to something that I'm not yeah, and I'm not happy course. about it. And that know? wouldn't even make the relationship last because you're being something that you're not. So you can't be genuine to the relationship. Right. So. Right. And especially so especially since we're just like a year and a half apart from each other. So we actually have the same, almost the same mindset of what we want of our lives. We're not here to fuck around and do oh, other shit, dumb yeah. shit. Like, no, we don't, we don't got time for this. Like, we're here yeah. to make a living. 
move forward, achieve our goals, and let's go for it. Let's support each other. Let's go. Let's do this. Now, we don't got time for that whole, like, oh, my God, like, you don't pay attention to me and uh, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, bro. Like, I'm doing, I'm I'm achieving my goal. Are you achieving your goal? That's just it. That's just it. Um, (laughs) The person that I'm seeing now, we give each other a space. I understand he's busy. He's very busy. I'm busy as well because not only do I have elements of night, but I have a day job as well. Yeah, same. So, and then I'm, I'm, I started going back to school for law. I'm getting my BA in law. So, oh, congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) So it, it, so we understand each other's, I'm not that needy girl. I'm not that, oh my God, where are you? You're not texting me. You're probably fucking another. No, 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 there's no need for that. He's busy. I'm busy. When we talk, we talk. When we can see each other, we take the time and we see each other. Uh, we give each other our space. Now, there are times where like I tend to run off with my schedule or vice versa. And then I'll get a, are you a live text? I'm like, hey, oh my God, hey, hey. hi, hey. hi. <laughs> but I mean, that that's it. I mean, if you guys have goals and you guys have things that keep you busy outside of the relationship, there's no need yeah. for that. Oh, where are you? You didn't talk to me. You didn't like my picture. Like, no. No, <laughs> and so, sometimes she does it. She sometimes she's like that, but then you know she pulls back. And it's like you're right. I'm sorry. I I, I was just yeah. I, I didn't hurt from you all day. It's like you know what? My she was bad. worried. Yeah, she's worried. Yeah, so she she does, but she does it in the most worrisome way. You know, it's like I'm sorry. I haven't heard from you all day. I don't mean yeah. to. And she's very respectful. And my my of parents course. they love her. Oh, I'm sure. I miss your parents, by the way. Oh, and yeah. And I miss that. I miss visiting them at the Viceroy, <laughs> which is now called the W. I heard. Yeah. It's, How it's, did they feel about that? Did they like? <laughs> they were like, we don't. We're not gonna live here anymore. So you know, you're on your own. <laughs> no, but right now, like, uh, we moved in another place here in I'm not gonna say the name no of course not full disclosure uh, but <laughs> it's around here it's around here you know that's all that matters but yeah. dude, when they come back down I want to see them man I miss your mom mama's a, a very funny handful person yes love her <laughs> and of course everybody loves my mom you know I was like okay what about me what the fuck I'm here you know we love you too Beto but I love your mom <laughs> anyways let's move on back to the interview yes <laughs> Before I start asking you questions when I'm the one getting interviewed. Hey, I mean, I guess it's called bad habits. Like, right? <laughs> I mean, you, you're not used to this, you know? No, I'm so not, I'm not. So fire away. Go ahead. What's I mean, next? another thing I always wanted to ask you, like, right. obviously from being a, becoming a promoter, yeah. you were also, a, you're also a raver. Like you actually yeah. gone to festivals and shows and as a raver, as a civilian, yes. you know, as yes. we call as it. As a regular, normal general admission person. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what actually inspired you more to be more than just being a raver and be part of the music industry and do more? The money was nice. The okay. money initiative was nice. The fact that if I promoted and I, took like made a lot of sales. I get perks like in VIP or backstage that motivated me. But can I be honest? Mm -hmm. Um, I was having this conversation with someone the other day. I go, I miss not being behind the scenes. Like I miss getting ready, hyping up myself to see my friends, my favorite DJ at a venue and not have to worry if my VIPs are going to make it on time or if my guest list is active, or if my promo code, like, I hate that. I hate the fact that I go out to an event and I'm working 90% of the time, but I'm not really enjoying mm. the event. So I miss not being part of the behind the scene, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it's funny you say that because I'm kind of kind of the opposite. So once I am in the scene, I want to be as much part of the bad stage or VIP as possible because I cannot handle the masses all around no, me. No, for sure. But but you're coming from a different perspective. You're coming in as a DJ, right. music technical engineer person. Yes. I came into this world as an actual ticket purchasing general admission. Right. Fan. Got it. Yeah. You get so I leveled up from being a fangirl to actually being in the business. And it's not bad. I love it because I've learned so much and I've met so many people in the industry. But I do miss having to go to an event and not worry about the behind the scene 
situation. Um, not that long ago, we had Dumbruski at uh, Treehouse for Christmas. And I was actually in the front. I was vibing with my friends, you know, whatever. But my phone was blowing up. Mm. Hey, I'm at the line, you know, let me in. Or, hey, I'm at VIP right now, but can we purchase another bottle? Or, hey, you know, something, something, something. So I was running basically from the stage looking at the DJ to, you know, tending to my clients. So it, I kind of killed it for me. <laughs> mm. So yeah. it's that job aspect that sometimes, you know, that ruins the fun just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only way I'll be able to enjoy it as a fan, I, I call them general admissions. <laughs> you know, the, the only way I get to, I guess I get to enjoy it as a general admission person is if it's an event that I'm not working and I'm not involved with. That that would be the only way. That's how I go by now. I'm not going to any show at all unless I know I'm in the list and I know I get in for free and I'm with the person that got me into. Like I'm not doing any job. So yeah. and it's funny. It's there's only two shows and usually it happens. Um, Miami Music Week. You know the mm -hmm. Nitty Gritty show that right. I told my my boy Ricky. Like I always go in with him because he's he's one of my closest friends, and right. I and I put him no, not even put him. I teach him how to DJ before mm -hmm. he took off, Blew and up. yeah, and I was with him when he was starting up. So obviously, I'm I'm very good friends with him. When his crew, well, most of his crew, um, his manager, his first manager, not the not the second manager, he has two. I always I always go to him just to support him. You know, it's like of I'm course. there to support it. Just just to show my face. It's like, yo, bro, I'm here. Have mm -hmm. fun. Kill it. When he's on. Awesome. That was dope. All right, I'm out. I'm going to go. Not home. only that, but I'm sure as a DJ, seeing familiar faces in the crowd or behind you makes you feel so much better. Oh, just yeah. Standing there and seeing random strangers that you don't know. Yeah. That kind of happened to me on two occasions um, before COVID. I think it was 2019. It happened to me two occasions. First occasion was um, the Disciple Show. I think, and not everybody was allowed to go in, except for me, because I know Modestep, Josh right. and Pat. Shout out to those brothers. And not every, I don't. I think it was a homie of mine. It was just me and my homie the whole time enjoying the show. And then he had to go because he had to work, but I want to stay to see their their set. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the second occasion was um on a space jet in which that same homie is is doing a back to back with another one with Mikey Barenche mm -hmm. on a space jet on the local site. And um I was there by myself. Yeah. Biggest thing were there. Biggest thing were there, but you know, they they were there, they left, they were right. there, they left. Yeah. Obviously to support our homie. But, you know, I wasn't with them vibing and doing right, this. Right. I was yeah. I was by myself the whole time, you know. So those were the only occasions in which I felt like. Mm. Mm. Like, <laughs> I wish I wish this is the part in which I wish I'm actually in the in the backstage. Like, right. just Hands chilling on. right there, because right. I at least in the backstage, there's not that many people like headbutting and doing other crazy shit. There's right. just people businessing and doing that shit and I can mingle. I can easily just mingle. After I get a few drinks, I'll start mingling around. It's like, hey, what's your name? Oh, so-and-so. Yeah. Ah, my, nice to meet you, man. I do this, this, and that. Or you do this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's how, <laughs> that's how, that's how it goes. And that's what, and I think that's why I, I guess it's what you say. Because I'm a DJ, I prefer more the, the whole VIP and backstage side right. more than the general mission because I appreciate more on that part. And I'm always doing networking. I'm always doing something. I need to be doing something. And it's hard to network with somebody that's in the crowd, headbutting the whole time. So to say, hey, so what do you do? You know, it's funny. nice. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm with you on that. What? No. Okay. See, I'm out. No, but you see that that's where I meet my clients. That's where I meet my my new followers at. It's in the actual. But OK. So I'm backstage. I love being backstage. Don't get me wrong. Right. I love taking the video. Like, yeah, I'm backstage. Da, da, da. I love being in VIP. Don't get me wrong. But I love being in the crowd. And like for a couple of minutes, mm. just forget that I'm Vixen J. I'm just Jeanette in the crowd vibing with these strangers to the same music. You know, and I always say it festivals and events. You walk in as strangers, but you leave as friends. Mm. 
because one way or another, you're always going to connect with that person, whether via Instagram, a text, Snapchat, whatever. I have a lot of people that I've met years still as my followers, friends, and now clients. You know, um, perfect example. I'm going to throw her name because I fucking love her. Martini Boom. She is my favorite. She started off as my follower, my client, and now she's my favorite Ray Babe. We go out together all the time. I love her. So those connections, I love. I love being in the crowd for those connections. Now, being backstage, yeah, it has its perks. You network, you, you know, you show, you throw your, your company name, you connect with more events. But I, coming in as the raver, miss that aspect. Mm. Now that I'm in the actual industry side. You know, I, I can say that I had experienced being a raver, but I was never into it. And I think it's because because I've always been the DJ. Right. Like for for 15 years, I've always been the DJ. So I always go with the with the mentality of a DJ. Right. Of course. So like <laughs> having that raver style never actually quite fit in to me. Right. I don't, and maybe maybe I could appreciate more if I hadn't had that mentality, you know, exactly. <laughs> because, you know, like I, I, there's sets in which I'm like, holy shit, this is nasty. I love this. Oh, my yes. God. It's beautiful and all this stuff. But it's everything in the backstage. So I never do appreciate it when I'm in the crowd. You know, I don't know. I never knew. Maybe it's because that aspect of mentality. Maybe it's because like I'm also like the type of guys like I don't need 200 people around me like get away from uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not I'm not claustrophobic at all. I just don't like I'm not, I don't like your skin touching my skin and Got then it. your skin touching my skin. Again, it's not claustrophobic <laughs> or being German folk. It's just like, dude, can I get I Can I at least have my little space, <laughs> at least personal space? Just a little bit. Just a little I bit. Know, I, I love it. I love so it it's just- hard for me to actually appreciate it sometimes, you know, and one that does it very good was nitty gritty, nitty gritty. Whenever, whether I remember when I performed by myself on the Borgor show on mm-hmm. cinema, mm-hmm. he was right there front and center along mm-hmm. with the crowd. Yeah. I was like, how is, but he always, because he comes from that side. He comes from well, that side, developed himself into a DJ. I'm assuming. Well, to be honest, he was never a raver. He's he was he's he's a musician. Okay. So he was always a musician. He was always a drummer. And any uh, any band that he's ever been, he's always been the drummer guy. Okay. And he told me that the reason why he he's never most of the time backstage when he has homies playing mm-hmm. is because he wants to support give them that sort of support. Of course. Like, that's my friend up there. I'm going to support. I'm going to go up there and rock with them as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, that is what I'm telling you. It makes you feel at home. Yes. Because you see familiar faces in the crowd versus just randoms. When Andres played for Gasly at the venue. Oh, not that long ago. Nightcrawler and I, his Mm. entire set, front and center, hyping him up, screaming clapping, sending videos, because you need that. As is performing at a venue is nervous. It's nerve wracking. Yeah. You're questioning your set, even though you've practiced and you played it for hours on end. You want to make sure you have the crowd alive and going. So I called Nightcrawler the fluffer. We're the fluffers. Good Lord. (laughs) We're the fluffers. Uh, I have a different (laughs) meaning of that. So we're the ones front and center all the time. Same thing with Odigy, the same thing with you, the same thing with anybody that we know that's playing. We're going to be front and center showing love and support because it has to be hard being up there and making sure you're keeping the crowd, you know, engaged with you. You know, I've seen people at the nightclub that they're not interested in what the DJ is playing. They're literally on the phone like assholes in front of the DJ or looking at their phone or t- like, dude, that's rude as fuck. You don't like it. Get the fuck out. Don't do that. Cause that's going to psych him out so bad mm. and it's going to ruin his whole experience. Right. So for any club goers are listening to this right now, don't be the fucking douchebag standing in front of the DJ on your fucking phone because you don't like how he's playing. Get the fuck out. Like point blank. No, get out. So I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one. <laughs> Cause 
I agree. If I'm seeing like a hundred people are having a good time and I see that one dumbass on that the phone. Douchebag. Yeah, I'm like, all right, thank you for ruining my fun. Now I'm playing no, devil's I mean, advocate in this part. Like maybe could it be that maybe that the DJ is not doing its job fully as it should? Maybe. Maybe. But the mm-hmm. times that I've experienced, mm-hmm. no. Okay. No. It's just the person that, example, Treehouse, before they opened the main room back in the day before COVID, they will have the tech house DJs playing in the small room. Right. And then the non-tech house people will be douchey, like, you know, because they were just waiting for the main door to open because that's where the trans DJs were mm. playing or another big artist, you know? Mm. So, like, don't be dicks. Just because you don't like it, be patient. The doors are going to open. Show the same respect to him as you are to the other DJ you want to see. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Now, there's a difference, though. If you're in the crowd taking videos, you know, showing pictures, hyping up, I don't care about that. That's fine. Use your phone, record your memories, share them online, you know, share the venue, share the DJ. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're standing there just because you're being a dick because you're bored, I have an issue with that. And I've had I've told several people off because of that already. Like, no. Damn. Get the fuck out. No. No, I, I know how fire you get. So for you to go to that, it's like, hey, the fuck are oh you doing? And then go enjoy have- the show. What's going on? Okay, so this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Little Miss America. Yeah. I guess. And her little entourage of high heel walking giraffes. Oh, but wait, wait. Walk on them. That's a, that's a different. See, that's a different animal because obviously Miss Amer- Miss America with her high heel friends are not there for for the show or for no the shit. DJ. And that they're, me they're there because yeah. the promoters want to bang them. They want to do something, and they and they're like. I'll get you for free if you just stand there. So that oh way God. the promoter so itself saying, look good and say I like, guess. like, look at my base. Like, yo, look at the, the gram, the, the Snapchat and whatever the fuck I, I, TikTok no, shit. I can't, I can't, I can't. And now they're coming up with their phones and like a little flashlight thing. Oh, I remember. They still do that? They still do that. They still do that. So they're standing in front of the DJ. Right. They have no clue who's playing. They don't even know what genre they're playing. They don't go. I don't care. So they're doing this. Blinding me (laughs) with their fucking flashlight. Like, bitch, there's a bathroom. Do that. The lighting in there is great. I guarantee it. Get the fuck out. Like, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm ranting. I'm ranting. (laughs) So if you're those girls, remember this face. I will fucking tell you off. Get the fuck away from me. Full disclaimer, because I'll feel <laughs> irresponsible if I don't put this disclaimer. Um, disclaimer. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Um, if you see this beautiful young lady in the clubs and you're doing exactly what she said not to do. I will tell you off. I will make you feel just so run stupid. away. Don't fight her. Run away and say, I'm sorry and do it somewhere else and do it in Go the, bathroom. the bathroom. We have Go to the, the best bathroom. lighting in there. Full the disclaimer, because she will rip you a new one. I will. <laughs> I'm not citing violence. I'm putting that disclaimer right now, but a little heads up for all those people. You know heads, up. You heads up. Heads <laughs> up. Because it will come. It will. It will. It the will day happen. will come and people are going to say, oh, I love it when people say, oh, man, Wilson, what are you talking about? You're talking non shit, bro. No. You're, 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 you're conspiracy theories, bro. You're you're so full of shit. Like you're talking about shit when the shit happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> am I talking shit now? Yep. <laughs> And that's what I mean. That's what I try to do most of the time. Just give people like the whole purpose of this show is to give some advice, um, guidance. Well, that that's my guidance for the day. Yeah, that's 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 her guidance for the day. Maybe we could. Oh, my God. And don't wear heels if you don't know how to walk on them. You'll be more comfortable in sneakers. I guarantee you that. (laughs) Now, that's always something I always want to ask. Are clubs, do they actually have like dress code? Yeah. Depends where you go. Treehouse is the most laid back club at there. You're you're fine. So it's okay if a girl comes out dresses nice and look and comes out with her sneakers or jeans and whatnot and just have you're, a good you're time. You're fine. You you're one of us. You come in in heels and those little strappy dresses. We're like, ah, uh, you're in the wrong place. Mm. <laughs> and, and you see that often, huh? 
because you're not speaking often, about it. Not often. Not often. Because they do get stares. Like, are you an escort? Are you in the wrong club? Yeah. It's those questions. <laughs> those huh? questions. Like, ha. Huh? Ah, I see what you are. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's funny and horrible. <laughs> not hating. Not hating. Not hating. <laughs> but just saying it's like, why are love- your heels on a... Oh, I got you, boo. Little under the nose. <laughs> uh, God, we're such horrible people. We are. We're going to hell. <laughs> we probably have a VIP table in hell. Like, no, no, I'm a good Catholic boy. I, I, I make amends. I apologize at the end of the day. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I made, I made a mistake. Shit. Uh, my table's ready for me. I know it. Damn. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you from the far distance. Then I'll give you the eye. It's like, yo. What's <laughs> up? You doing good order? Yeah, I'm fine. I said, all right, let me know. 